Oh, Lord, we give you thanks because you have come to celebrate your birth with us. Thank you, Lord, for giving that a promise, the hope of life everlasting with you. All these things we ask, trusting that you will guide us with your Holy Spirit, in your holy name. Amen. Uh, Well, it's good to be here with you today, and I have some signs for you today. Are you ready? Because we are going to talk about hope or hope. All right? So, the one thing we're going to teach you how to sign, put your hands out in front of you like this, and you put one hand up on your head, and the left hand goes in the front like this, okay? And you go like this. All right? That's how people sign hope often. Hope. All right? So hope, yeah. Now, now that is when you read, when you read things in the world today. Like I was reading your bulletin, okay? And if you read in your bulletin, you've got your prayers in here. And under the prayers, um, you know, we live in hope until our Lord's return. And then you have another one that says, for people who hope for relief from long-term illness. Okay, now, now what does that kind of hope mean? See, see when, when, when we talk with deaf people, deaf people are really confused about this. Because this sign for hope means like, I hope it's going to rain tomorrow. Well, what does that mean? Yeah, maybe. So you see the sign for this is like, well, I hope so. I hope so. All right. And so you and I, when we talk with deaf people, we have to realize we're not talking about a hope, meaning it's a maybe going to happen. But I'm going to teach you a second sign today, which I like much better. Okay. So you're going to put your hand, make a fist with your left hand. Okay. Your right hand goes up by your mouth like this. And you're going to, okay, you're going to seal it. All right. And that's what it is. It's your word and it's sealed, all right? That's what God gives to us. That is his sign for hope or what we would say it's a promise, all right? And that's, see, that, that's one of the things that we have to do for deaf people is that if you sign hope the way it's normally signed that we think of, it's going to think, well, I hope Jesus is going to come back again. Well, maybe he's going to come back. You know, well, no, that's not what he means. He says, I hope, meaning it's a promise that he's going to come back again. See, and that's the difference between the hope of the world and the hope that Jesus gives to us. It's completely different. And so that's why I thank God for your prayers for us, because your prayers are helping us to be able to travel and not to give people the hope, but to give them uh-huh, the hope, the promise that God's given to us. Well, and that's, that's what I want. I want to know, first of all, though, when we talk about this, and we just recently talked about this, is that God will be in us. And so do you, I don't know if I talked about this last time, how many eyes do you have? And most people say two, right? Well, today I want to tell you you have four, okay? And you have Bibles in your pews, right? I want you to open up your Bibles. and you, Do you ever use your Bibles in your pews? Oh, good. Awesome. Well, I want you to open up your Bibles in your pews. I didn't ask you to put this one up here. I could have, but I didn't, all right? You guys got to look this one up, okay? Um, now, we, Ephesians chapter 1. And if we find the page number, yell it out. We do that a lot. Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. You got it? 8.27. Okay, you got it? 8.27. Okay. So 8.27. 
And this is one of the verses I use often, okay? We're going to go down to verse 18. So Ephesians 1, verse 18, all right? And, and uh, Paul is writing this, and Paul says, okay, you got this? Are you all there? Is everybody there? He says, I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened, so that you may know the hope to which he has called you. Oh, I love this. The riches of his glorious inheritance of the saints and his incomparably great power for us who believe. Ooh, that power that's working in you. Okay, so now, if I were to ask you again, how many eyes do you have? Four, okay? And this is important for deaf people because we see the world with these eyes. That's what you see each other. And if I were to ask, you know, I would ask you, come here, come here, be my volunteer today, okay? All right? Uh, if I were to ask someone to come up and I would look at this, this fine young gentleman, you know what? If you look with these eyes, what do you see? Well, I don't know. It's a little bit, you know, balding up there. Yeah, a little bit gray. Yeah, there's a little bit of marks over there. Oh, man, it's not so perfect when you look with these eyes, you know what? But if you look with these eyes, which are the eyes of faith, that the eyes of your heart may be open, and you look at him, what do you see with these eyes? Oh! <gasps> Man, he is perfect. Yeah, he is. You see the promise. He is perfect. He is forgiven. Oh, wow, he's awesome. He's beautiful, man. <laughs> so, so which eyes do you want to look at when you look at the world? Yeah, it's these eyes. And see, and that, that's what Jesus did. When Jesus came down, and he came down to become, oh, no, you get to stay up here. Yeah, you can stay up here. Yeah, no, come here, come here, come here. Now, no, normally, I, I won't ask him to, but normally I do. I ask, uh, when I do a deaf service and I do a deaf event, I often always ask deaf people to come up, and they stay with me the whole time. And do you know why? It's because I want them to come up, and they can get used to being up here, and they can get used to teaching, and so I will ask them questions, because I have a few more things to do. Will you stay up here and, and help me out? Okay, all right, good, good, good. Okay, uh, and, and I do that because often deaf people, when I travel, you know, the number one thing deaf people tell me, they, when I ask them, well, how about you? You can, you can study the Bible. You can teach about Jesus. And you know what their answer is? It's like this. You know what that sign is? Yeah, like this. You put your finger out like that, and you get it and it goes down, okay? That's the sign for can't, okay? can't. You hit it and go down. Yeah. Now people often tell me, well, pastor, I can't. I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. And so, and so we often talk about that because they get this feeling, this idea, because I'm deaf, I can't. In fact, I had three weeks ago, I had a deaf guy tell me that, you know, pastor, I, I can't because I'm deaf. I'm, I'm not good enough because I'm deaf. Hmm. So my question to him was, well, who made you deaf? And do you know the answer for that? Who made us, who made me deaf? Who? Who did? God. God? Okay, now my second question, if they tell me that, where is the verse that says that in the Bible? Okay, I'm going to help him out here. I'm going to help him out there. Okay, you know the story of Moses and the burning bush, right? And God, God tells Moses, I want you to go to Egypt. And Moses says, no. 
And he gives him all the excuses. No, no, no. Yeah, that's it. You got it. I can't. I can't. I can't. And finally, finally, Moses says, go. You know, I can't speak good enough. And do you know what God's answer is? God says, "Ah, who makes people deaf or hearing? I do. Who makes people blind or can see? I do. I'm the one who made you this way. So if God says, I made you this way, does that mean you're not good enough? Uh, no. Okay. And so that's one of the things we have to help deaf people understand. But I'm sure hearing people, they think they can all the time, right? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a little bit of an example we'll use. If you're doing proper signing, this is can't. And can would be like this. But what we do is we change it a little bit. Okay, so we sign can't this way, and you can't, and which way does it point? Down. But you sign can. Ooh, now you and I can because who helps us? That's it. And see, and that's one of the things we have to help deaf people understand all the time. That you are right. You and I alone, but with God... Yeah, we can, and I love it. And so that's what I get to do. Now, come up, come up here for a second, okay? Okay, now, now um, visually, we do a lot of things visually because deaf people, like we were talking today in Bible study, we talked about the Trinity, right? Well, how do you explain the Trinity to someone? Hmm, hmm, okay. All right, well, now, now if you're going to sign Trinity, this is how you do the three for signing, okay? And you, you put this in your right hand. Your left hand goes up like this. This is like the mystery, okay? So you have three, and it comes down in the mystery in one. Got it? So it's three in one. That's how you do the Trinity. Well, that's pretty good, right? But, but still, how, how do you explain that? Now, I'm going to ask you, did God make you three in one? See, that's what I'm getting. No, okay. Are you, are you ready for an example? Okay, what I'm going to have you do is put your hands like this. Okay, now, when God made Adam, and turn like this, so you the people, now, when God made Adam, God first made a what? A body. Okay, so you have the body. Then God breathed life into Adam, and God gave him a soul. Yeah, that's right. So God made him a soul, but God also put what else inside of him? God also put his spirit into him. So God made Adam body soul, and spirit. So did God make Adam three in one? Yeah. yeah. Woo. But now, because of sin, could God stay there? No. And so when Adam and Eve sinned, God couldn't stay there. And so now we are born body and soul. But the problem, what happens if you're only born body and soul, take this and flip it down like this, that you die, what happens to your soul? Yeah, no. Yeah, uh uh-huh, exactly, exactly, I know, see? And that's why John came, John came and said, I baptize you with water, but the one who's coming is going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and 
fire. And so that's what happens. So God, this is the first birth. God wants us to have that second birth where he puts his Holy Spirit back into us. And now we become three in one again. Now what happens when you die? Now what happens? Yeah. Uh You get to go up together. Yeah. So yeah. Wow. Okay. So, So now tell me, can you use that to explain the Trinity to someone? Now, now I, I go a step further with our deaf people. Can, can, can I open you up and see your soul? Can I open up and see the Holy Spirit in there? No. But when I see you, is your soul there? Is the Holy Spirit there? Mm. So when you see Jesus, is the Father there? And when you see Jesus, is the Holy Spirit there? So why would that be cool? And I have never met a deaf person who would tell me, oh, I don't have a body. And I've never met a deaf person who said, well, I don't have a soul, because they believe that. And they may not understand the Holy Spirit, but you get to explain to them. They understand the spirit world. And so then you get to explain to them what God wants and his Holy Spirit to be put down inside of us and make us through. Isn't that a cool picture? That is cool. And see, and that's what we do to help deaf people see visually. And, and I wish I could show you. Do you have one? Which picture do you have up first? Because um, I got two pictures up there. Put, put one up there. Yeah, okay. This is where we just recently were. We were in Liberia two weeks ago, three weeks ago. We were there working with the deaf. And we had, again, we had over 50 deaf people come every day. This time was only for one week. But we were training with them, and it was awesome. Because we were there two years ago, and we helped them to understand. And so what we were doing was training with them again to practice those visuals so that they would be baptized. You know what? the one sad thing, though, that I really learned that was really, really sad, okay, was that when we went over there, they were signing Bible like this. Now, you would, have, you would have no understanding what that means. But you guys know how to sign Jesus, right? So we sign the Bible is the Jesus book. That's how you sign Bible. It is the Jesus book. Well, the problem was, was somebody was going over there and teaching them this, which is the sign for law. And they were teaching him that the Bible is the law. And you know who was teaching them that? Jehovah Witnesses. And they were teaching them that the Bible is the law instead of the Bible is the Jesus book. And so it was like, that was one of the huge challenges over there because I tell you what, there are, there are the churches like that that they will learn how to sign and they will teach deaf people the wrong way. Does that happen here in America? <laughs> of course it does yeah here in america that's how they sign it it's the law for them and you and i that's what we get to do we get to help them understand the gospel the jesus book and i tell you it's it's a it's a it's an awesome terrible great challenge because they have in liberia do you know how many deaf people they have this is this is in a state that's about the size of illinois okay and they have eight deaf schools with over 200 deaf kids in each one. Can you imagine that? So over, over, over 1,600 deaf kids. And so these guys, they came, and we had to bring Bibles over with us, and we brought our materials so that they could study and learn, and then they were going then to teach at the deaf schools about, and about 
You got it? And about hope. <laughs> you got it. And here's hope, not the law, because that is no hope. It is the gospel. That's his hope. And so that's what, that's what your prayers have been helping us to do, is travel and teach those people so they can understand about Jesus. And we have a lot of groups like that. I think if you've been reading, um, Pastor was talking with me, and when I, when I called, he asked me where I'd been. And I'd like it if you'd pick up one of these, and you look on the back, it tells you where we've been since we left, we left uh, here in June and we did workshops in Pennsylvania, and then we were in Alabama, and then we were in Kansas, and then we were in Minnesota, and then we went and did workshops in North Dakota, um, Great Falls, Montana, Vancouver, British, British in Canada, uh, Seattle. In Seattle, we, had, we went to a deaf convention with over a thousand deaf people there, okay? And, and, and you got to realize, how many percent of deaf people believe in Jesus? Do you, know, do you remember how many percent? Two percent. So if we had, if we had the two of you stand up right there, I'm guessing we had a you know a hundred people. If we had the two of you stand up right there. That's how many would go to heaven. The rest of you are going to hell. Okay. And so at this deaf convention, we had a booth there, and we were sharing. We shared it with them. I love you stickers. We shared them with our materials. Well, I tell you what, some of the deaf people, they would come over, and they would talk with us and say, thank you, thank you for, for sharing the gospel with people. Some of the people would come by, and they, they'd look us over. But we had a lot of the deaf people. You know what they did? They would come up to our booth, and they would b- walk by like this. wouldn't even look at us. Wouldn't even look at us. Because they totally rejected the hope that he's given to us. But you know what? We got to talk with the other people who did come up and see us. And they started talking with their friends. And you know what? Even if, even if they never came over to our booth, they knew we were there. And they knew who we stood for. And, and that's why we went. And it was, it was awesome. It was, it was just, it was awesomely terrible. <laughs> if you can believe that. I mean, it was awesome for the people who came up to meet us. Uh, but it was just really sad when you saw how other people reacted to this. And that's, that's the challenge we face. Because most deaf people, they have no clue. They, they don't understand this here. And they don't, nobody's ever taught them the picture. And so their thing is, well, God, okay, I, can, can you, have any of you ever seen God? No. Have any of you ever seen heaven? Have you ever seen hell? So it's just not real. I can't see it. So it's not real. And so that's why we have to show them visually what God has done for them so that they can see this, okay? So now, um, I, I, have, I, have, I have another, show the other picture. Because one of the things, as we've been traveling around in Canada and uh, in, in Kansas and in uh, Seattle and in Portland and in California, in Las Vegas, in Salt Lake City, we worked with people in Salt Lake City. Isn't that cool? That's awesome. And, and just recently, we were in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, and, and uh, then I was over in Africa and we came back here. But this is one of the groups that we worked with. And they then also, they are trained to go out and share this message with those people in the area. So by your supporting us, you're not only supporting us and the small people and the leaders we work with, but you are supporting everybody. So because of your support, you're not reaching 50 deaf people in Liberia. You're 
reaching 1,600 deaf kids because those leaders are going out to those deaf schools and teaching about Jesus. And so I'll tell you what, you may, how many of you want to go to Africa with me? <laughs> Anybody else? Oh, some of you. Awesome. I hope. Oh, you willing? Awesome, awesome. I hope, I hope we get to go to Liberia together sometime. I really do. Because you know what? You may never ever meet these people here. You may never go to Africa with me. But I tell you what, you are going to meet them one day. You got it, you got it. You're going to meet them with me together in heaven. And so that's why I love what I get to do. And I appreciate your prayers. I tell you what, in the last year and a half that I've seen you, I could tell you stories about how... Um, you know how we travel on the road. Um, well, we had a few accidents with the trailer that were not pretty. <laughs> and, and, but we're still going, okay? And, and in three years, we've been, this is our beginning in our fourth year, we've got over, over, or almost, I should say, 150,000 miles on our truck now in three years. So it has been phenomenal. And we've got leaders that we work and train with every week online and by, by video, like you guys do live streaming. We do that online a lot by video with our deaf people. And you know what's really cool? Here in Texas, we now have the first deaconess student under the new seminary program for, for um, English as a second language curriculum. And so we are first deaf, deaf student here is in Texas, in Houston. And so we thank God for that. So we can get going. I'm hoping we're going to have a lot more deaf deaconesses and deaf pastors that we get to train over the next few years now that we got this program up and going. So pray for that. Um, what else would you like to know? <laughs> see, see, I ask, I ask this question. Um, I ask this question because do you have any questions? Not really? No? I've got questions, but I'd like to think a lot more before I open my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> See, now that's a good hearing thing, okay? That people are just very blunt. They just jump right in, okay? They just jump right in. So, my, yes? Oh, oh, my, my wife says, one, one, okay, we, we were here, we were here uh, in, in Texas last spring, okay? And, and I work a lot on weekends. Can you imagine that? Uh, yeah, you know, a lot, okay? Um, well, my wife wanted to have a day off. And so I, I said, you get to pick wherever you go, okay? So she said she wanted to go to Houston to NASA, okay? So we took a day off, and we go, went to NASA. So we were we are on the tram riding to the different buildings, okay? And in front of us, there was these people from other countries, okay? So we were, we were, we were just sitting there, and we were just riding along, all right? Well, we got off one of the stops, and my wife goes walking over there, and I'm over here, and I ask her, which way does she want to go? Well, one of the people who was sitting in front of us, they looked at me and they said, well, what are you doing? And, and I said, well, um, you know, I'm, I'm talking with my wife, you know, I'm, I work in deaf ministry and I'm signing with her. And they said, well, well, we do too. And, and then I said, well, um, you know, I'm a Lutheran pastor. I work with deaf people. Well, we do too. <laughs> uh, in, sitting right in front of us were three, three pastors from Finland who worked with deaf people. And so we talked with them, and, and we got talk with them and said, you know, well, uh, do they sign Jesus died to forgive my sins the same as we do? Yeah, no, it's completely different. And, and I asked them, well, do you have resources that you train your deaf people? And their answer was, 
No. Guess what I have for you. <laughs> so, so we have been emailing and Facebooking back and forth, and we have sent our materials to those pastors in Finland in the Lutheran church over there, and they are now translating our materials into Finnish to teach their deaf people more about Jesus. Isn't that cool? So even on our day off, what did God do? <laughs> we very talked about deaf people. Uh, and I can tell you many, many more experiences like that. God has just been phenomenal. Uh, these three years have been fantastic. And I'll tell you what. I, I wish I could have a deaf person here right now. And, and, and who didn't know the gospel and who didn't understand about Jesus and the Trinity. And we could show them things like this. And you would see their face just change. It's like, it's like not these eyes opening up, but these eyes going, and just going, wow, I get it. And it's just amazing to see that again and again and again. So I really appreciate your support for us and your prayers for us uh, because that's what keeps us on the road. It really does. Uh, Without you, we have been toast a long time ago. I know it. I know it. Okay? Uh, and so that, that's why I appreciate it. So you guys, what are you going to share with people? Are you going to share the hope or the hope? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's not a maybe. It's a promise that Jesus. You know what? What's, what's, what's the difference? I teach this with our deaf people. Okay. So the Old Testament promise is that the Savior will come. Okay, what's the difference between the Old Testament promise and the New Testament promise? Do you know what it is? It's one word. Did you know that? It's one word. In the Old Testament, God says, the Savior will come, or Jesus will come. The New Testament promise is what? Jesus will come again. again. That's, that's it. That's it. Jesus will come again. And that's what you and I are preparing people for, is that Jesus will come again. Cool. Awesome. Now, um, and so think of these questions. We can talk about them later. Okay. Pastor said, there's no limit on the sermon. I could go as long as I want. <laughs> and, and people, you know, when I go overseas, you know, when, when we were overseas in Liberia, the, these deaf guys, they were so eager. They came at 6.30 in the morning, okay? They met with us at 6.30 in the morning, and, and we met together until it went dark at 6 o'clock at night. And then they were even talking after it got dark, and they didn't leave until about 7. And they were there again at 6.30 the next morning. Isn't that awesome? I, I just think, man, that is just so cool. And, and you know what? Even people here in America, when we have workshops, they come and they study with us all day. And it is phenomenal. And you know what? I love talking about Jesus. I do. <laughs> I do. Uh, so should we, should we teach him one more example? All right. Okay. Uh, easy one or a hard one? Medium one. A medium one. Okay. A medium one. Okay. All right. Okay. One day we, te we teach creation. Did you know about teaching creation three and three? Have you ever done that? Okay. Teach creation three and three. Because deaf people remember things like the list or remember like things like the Lord's Prayer. They're not stories. And so we have to teach things in stories. So what did God make? This is how you make a three. Okay. So think of this. God made what on the first three days? He made 
the light. He separated light and darkness. You have the waters on the earth and the waters around the earth. And you have the dry land. Got it? And the plants. Okay? So think of those three as the area. Well, if you remember those three, you can remember the second three. Okay? So first day was what? Light and darkness. Second day was? Waters on the earth, around the earth. And then? Dry land. Okay. Now, on the fourth day, God filled the light and darkness with the sun, the moon, and the stars. On the fifth day, he filled the water with the fish and the air between the waters with birds. And on the sixth day, he filled the dry land with land animals and people. So did you ever think about that? So if you remember the first three, all you have to do is remember he filled them on the second three. And deaf people understand that, and they can see it visually. And that's one of the ways we teach. Okay? Ooh. Now, a really hard question. Okay, you should remember this one from last time I was here. How many of each animal did God have Noah bring into the ark? They came in how? Two by two, right? Okay, do you know that's half right, right? You know it's half right, right? No? Okay. Yes, half right. Because the unclean animals came in two by two. But the clean animals came in by... Anybody know? Seven. Seven, yeah. The clean animals came in by seven. And so you have the clean animals came by seven. The unclean animals came in by two. Okay. Now, why I bring that up? Because we teach our deaf people. Where is that verse in the Bible? Do you know? It's Genesis chapter 7, verse 2. Wow! <laughs> so now, when you go home, what's the first thing you're going to check? Genesis 7, 2. Yeah! Is Pastor Reiki right or not? <laughs> see, that, that's what we have our deaf people do. We get them into the Word so they can see what God's Word says, okay? And I love it. I love it. Okay. So shall we, shall we pray? I'm not going to keep on going. Let's pray, okay? Because <laughs> we, we, we got it. We got it. We got to. Uh, we have other things to do today, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, okay, we do, okay, all right, cool, let's pray. Oh, dear Lord, thank you, um, because you have given us your promise, the hope for life everlasting. Thank you, Jesus, for coming to be born, our Savior. Please, Lord, come into our hearts, open it wide, so that we may know and trust and follow you today and always. And Lord, help us to share your story of Mary. Christmas with everyone that we meet. Thank you, Jesus. In your holy name we pray. Amen.